Amen. Buenos dias. It's a privilege for me to be here and uh, to worship with you guys. You are family for us, and we're so glad to be here. Um, sometimes you know that I always use a phrase that I say, like, Spanish is the language of heaven, right? I use it all the time, yes. But this time, I need to use it for a reason, because we, we, were, meeting, we were meeting someone, uh, like, last weekend, and then when, when she was introducing herself to us, she was saying, like, Spanish is the language of heaven. So my eyes were like this because I had somebody else is saying that. And then she said, like, I will prove it to you. Yeah, and then it's like, when I open my Bible, it's in Spanish. <laughs> so I'm ready because I, you know when I am use that phrase, I said, I'm learning, learning English just in case. So I ha I'm ready this time. So my Bible is English and Spanish. So we know God speaks through us, through His Word, and we're so grateful for the people that translate the Bible for all of us to be able to read it. So we are so grateful this morning. My heart is so full of joy just to be here, having my parents here. It's, 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 it's not a coincidence, it's how God put it together and they are here. And I'm here with you guys, living and doing ministry, so I'm so excited for this, this morning. As Pastor Kevin was saying, we're starting a new series this, this, this month, and we're talking about the I Ams, and uh, you know the I Ams of Jesus, and we're going to do, um, um, do the first one, that is, I Am the Bread of Life. And if you have been reading the Gospel of John, and you, you will know his purpose, uh, and he write it in the chapter 20 and verse 30 and 31, he's saying those things are written for you to believe, to believe in, this, in, in, the Son of, in the Son of God and to believe in you receiving eternal life. So coming from John, we're going to uh, uh, see the seven titles that Jesus will use to refer to himself to affirm that he is God and that he is our salvation. And that's what I want you to do this morning with me, uh, to read the Bible and we, we are used to do something in Guatemala. I want to do something with you guys. And then we have one Bible verse. And it's the chapter 6 in John, verse 35. And what I'm going to do is like, if all of us can read it, and if you can memorize that, that will be good. If you say like, what was the message today? You can just recite that and that's the message for today. So we're going to do it a couple of times if you... Um, Want to stand up this morning, and we're going to read it. You're going to be seated for a little bit. So, um, and then we're going to read it together. Let's read it together. The word, of says, the, the, the word of the Lord says, Jesus said to them, John 6, 35. Let's do it one more time. Jesus said to them, Muchas gracias. Now is when we're going to start preaching in español. <laughs> okay. So, uh, in, in this chapter, chapter say, 6, we're, we're going we're gonna to see what uh, Jesus is showing. It's the first time that he's going to say, like, the I am. I am the bread of life. 
But you go to this, 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 this passage that we're seeing, we have to know a little bit of the context. And a lot of people is following Jesus. A lot of people is coming out of the cities here. They're seeing Jesus making miracles, doing uh, all the signs that, that because from heaven he is, and he is like healing the, the, the people in need. So it's grabbing a lot of multitudes, a lot of multitudes. And if you know in the beginning of chapter 6, it's talking about the multiplication of the bread of the fish. And then uh, it says there that a lot of people come out just to see where Jesus was, to, learn, to, to hear what he is saying, but also to see the signs that he was doing to people. So Jesus, uh, you know this really well, and then he multiplies. He does the miracle to multiply and feed this multitude. But in any of you know, Jesus goes apart and his disciples go to the other side of the, 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 the sea. And, and people in the morning is like, where is Jesus? We need more of Jesus. No, but they, they were thinking more about the food that they were eating. And I don't know if this, 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 is, this is something that I uh, um, uh, related to. When you are eating something so good, you want to go for seconds, right? More if it's in your house, in my house, my wife cooks really good. So when you go for seconds or a friend is making something and you're filled with that, you want to go again and try that because it's something special. Well, these people are seeking Jesus for more. But more, not of his teaching, because he is teaching, but they are, they are seeking him more of what he is doing for them. And then Jesus, when they found Jesus, and this is the first point that we're going to see. We're going to see three this morning, and it's not going to be 45 minutes, John. <laughs> um, the first one is that Jesus is the bread that gives life. But to obtain this life, we must first set our priorities in line. And um, so people is going to Jesus, and they are like, Rabbi, where you are, and you can go with me. We're going to be reading the verses in the chapter 6, uh, verse 25 and 26. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? And then Jesus answered them, truly, truly, pay attention to what I'm going to be saying. He said to you, um, Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me, not because you saw signs, but because you eat your fill of the loves. So Jesus is a, a straight God to them and saying, like, you need to prioritize. And, and for us this morning, this is what we are receiving too. For us, just direct from him again, like, check your, priority, your priorities. Because it's like, People is working hard to find Jesus. And, and then you, you see in the, the verse 27, do not work for the food that perish, but for, for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For one on him, God the Father has set his seal. So Jesus is saying, when they're coming, they know, because God knows the motivation of our hearts. And they knew what they were coming to, to seek more of him. And he is like a strange direct and say, like, I tell you, you're seeking me because you want more. You, you're, you're working so hard for the food that perish. And, and I want you to imagine with me, these people is coming out of the cities, walking long distances. They are like, when they don't see Jesus, they are seeking him, but they are like moving from one side to the other side of the lake. They're trying to see Jesus. 
So they are, they are putting a lot of effort in this, in this uh, way to follow Jesus. So Jesus is saying to them, I, I see you are doing a lot of this effort to find something to satisfy you. But work for the food that is for eternal, endures for eternal life. So set your priorities. And we know in Matthew 6, 33, uh, it says, But seek first, the, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And, and all those things will be added to you. So Jesus knows our, our needs. Jesus knows their needs. And he supplied for that. And that's something that we need to know. He will supply for our needs. But he is telling us, even today, this morning, set your priorities. Put God in the first place. Because if we are putting God in the first place, he's going to be the bread for us that is going to give us life. And then... And then he is, like, he is like saying also something really important here. That is not, uh, if you can read with me, um, verse 28 and 29. Then they said to him, what must be due to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, this is the work of God, that you believe in him who he had sent. So when Jesus is saying you have to work for the, 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 the food that endures for eternal life, they are like probably getting this, so there is something to do. And we all know that salvation is by grace, and this is something that we have to know. And there is no work that we have to do to, to, to receive that life but this, believe. And, and come to him and believe in him. That's the thing that all of us need to do. To come to Him and receive that life from Him, we have to believe in Him. That's, if, if we would say there's something that we have to do, is that, is come to Him and believe. Um, John 3.16, you know this, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. He is the one sended by God to give us the life to us. And something else that we're seeing in this first uh, part of the passage is that is, 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 we need to set our priorities. We need to work for the food that endures for eternal life. It's not by, nothing that we will able to do, but also is that we need to surrender our hearts and receive it in, humil in, humil in humility. Um, Sometimes, and this is everywhere, um, for us in Guatemala, when we were doing ministry in some of the communities, we were seeing that the immediate need sometimes don't let you see your biggest need. So you, I, I can share with you what was happening there, but I see this everywhere. Sometimes when you're so focused to fulfill your immediate need, you are forgetting to see deeper where your bigger need is. And this is a good parenthesis for us because as a church, we are called also to see how we can bless people, right? To help them in their immediate needs that they can be able to see through that their biggest needs. And all of us, we know every need Jesus, and that's our biggest needs. And this is what, is the, the, what we're learning this morning. But we have to surrender our hearts and receive in humility. Why I said this? Because these people are selling, if you see verse 30 to 33, so they said to him, then what sign do you do 
that we might see and believe you. What works do you perform? 31. Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. Is written, he gave them bread for heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, truly, truly, again, pay attention to what I'm saying. I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. With humility, I said, because we need to know who is our provider, who is the one that is going to give us that life. The life that we are learning this morning is, the, is Jesus, the bread that gives us life. Sometimes we, we, we will hear people about saying, yeah, we hear the gospel. But what Jesus or the gospel can give me, I have almost everything I need. I'm working so hard for what I have. I, I have been doing like, I have been working so hard in my life that I'm happy where I am. So sometimes we think that we don't need Jesus. That's why we have to come and surrender in humanity, in, in being humble. <laughs> I'm sorry. Being humble. That's the only way. We need to recognize our need. It's not like, okay, if there's something that I need to do because I can't do that. That's, that's what people are thinking a lot, of, a lot of days. If there is something that we need to do, I can do it because I'm prepared. I work hard. I have disciplines. I have a lot of things. I'm coming from a good family. I'm coming from this and that. No, we have to surrender and we have to know and understand the message that Jesus is saying. He is our provision. He is the one that gives us um, that salvation. And uh, you remember uh, what Exodus, we're not going to read it for time, but in Exodus 16, 4 and 15 is when is when. God is saying that he's going to send the manna to the people. But it's something interesting there is that God is saying that they're going to send it to them, but they're going to teach them obedience and dependence. They needed to come every day and, and take the, the, the food that they will need, showing obedience and dependence. If we can see here, it's like we have to check our priorities. We have to see our priorities and also uh, accept his provision. If you see this part, we can stop here and say the, the message was there because the message was given from the Lord. He's like, you need to set your prayer, you need to prioritize, you need to receive in humility, believe in the Son of God, and then you will have eternal life. And then that's the message. But for our hearts, the hard heart it is, Jesus is going to come, and that is when he's going to reveal who he is and why he is saying this. And then we go from verse 35 to 50. We're going to just read 35 and 36. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. He is the bread that satisfies. First thing is, he is the bread that gives life. This is, Jesus is the bread that satisfies. I want to ask you, how, how many of us like to eat? <laughs> and today, you know, we have good options down there, and you're invited to go. Uh, my dad has this expression that says, when your stomach is full, your heart is happy. So you guys can have a happy heart today, all together in the fellowship. Um, 
And then when we talk about bread, I like bread. And I don't know who was the first one that put some sugar in the bread. And that's my witness. You know, sweet bread is, is something that I really want. And I really, I, I have, well, sometimes we need to say what are weaknesses for us as Christians. That's one of mine, sweet bread, <laughs> sweet bread. But the thing is, Jesus is putting in this example, like the same way that your body needs the food, you need the spiritual nourishment that comes from him. And uh, what he's saying there is, whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Doing, doing this, Ali come to my desk when I'm studying, and I, because Ali, you know, our, our, our youngest daughter, she always comes to us, and sometimes she comes with the sweet face she has, give us a hug or something, but we know what she wants. And she wants something to eat. <laughs> she eats like, and I, and I tell her, I'm I going to talk about her, so she's not even paying attention. But <laughs> it's, like, it's like we eat probably like three times a day. Well, right? So, but no, she eats, I don't know, like six, seven times. Every time she comes, it's like because she wants something. Dad, can I have this? Or mom, can I have that? And then I say like, okay, Ali, I just want to ask you something. What if I find a bread, I ask her, what if I had a bread that I can give to you and you're going to eat it and you're not going to be hungry anymore? And you know what she said? Dad, there is not a magic of bread. There is no, there is no magic bread. That's the thing. As we know, I mean, we know. I, uh, I will be checking the time because we need to go have lunch, Right? <laughs> And then after lunch, hours later, we will need to have dinner. And then in the morning, breakfast. And, you know, every day, something like that. It's because we, we know that we are in that need. And probably don't, we don't understand that concept that we can find satisfaction in Jesus. That he can give us, like, something that is going to satisfy us. And we're not going to be hunger or thirst anymore. And that's the blessing we all have, Right? The ones that come to Jesus, we know that we are satisfied in Him. He is the one that satisfied us. Stomach uh, full, happy heart. How many have happy hearts? <laughs> he is in our hearts. And He is when He is affirming who He is. He is, I am the bread of life. And we read this, um, and I want you to go with me to Exodus chapter 3. We need to read this one because for the people that is going to listen what Jesus is saying, he is like revealing himself to them, saying, I'm God. And how I, I can say that, if you read with me, uh, or, or if you, you follow uh, verse th uh, 13 to 14. And it says, then Moses said to God, if I come to the people of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they asked me, what is your name? What I shall, I said to them. God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say this to the people of Israel. I am sent to me. So when Jesus is telling the people, I am the bread of life. He is like saying, I'm God. I'm I'm God. I'm the one that I'm, I'm here to fulfill your need. 
I'm the provision from heaven that is coming here. And he's saying that I'm the one that will give you that. That, that, that I, I'm the one. Let me just. I'm the one that will satisfy you. If you come to me. And this is the invitation that we all can receive. If we come to him, he will satisfy us. And this is an invitation he's doing. Because he's saying, who comes to me, whoever comes to me, don't be hungry. And whoever believes. So the invitation that we have from him is come and believe. There is a psalm, uh, Psalm 64, 65, 3 and 4. And I like this psalm. And when I was reading psalms and I see it, I just marked this because it's so important. And I'll try to read it here in English. He says, when iniquities prevail against me, do atone for your transgressions. Verse 4, it says, Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with your goodness of your house, the holiness of your tem- temple. It is a blessing for because all of us have been being drawn to him, being close to him. And he can satisfy us. And this is what, what he's saying. Come and believe. I can satisfy you. And he's saying, I am the bread of life. He is the giver of life. He is the only one that can satisfy. Verse 46 to 50. I'm in chapter 6 of John. Know that anyone has sent the Father except, except who he is from God. He has sent the Father. Have seen the Father, sorry. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I'm the bread of life. He's saying again, your fathers eat the manna in the wilderness and they die. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one might eat of, of it and not die. Jesus is the only one that can satisfy. I think you will agree with me when I said that the world is confused. The world is lost, is unhappy. They're trying. We see every day how people uh, or how the world is trying to be satisfied in different things that are making, taking their decisions or driving like, I'm not going to say, I, I don't know which words I want to use here, but um, Trying to satisfy their hearts, their needs. Because as we were saying before, we are so focused on our immediate needs that we forget the biggest need that we have. The world needs Jesus. The world needs to come and find in Him that emptiness that every heart has. He is the only one that can satisfy you know, um, when Jesus is saying this, is the same thing for everyone else today. But if we see in time and the distance, I mean, um, we see uh, there is a lot of things that also men do to, to satisfy things or to, to, to be able to do things easier, better. Work, now we, now we don't have to walk. We have uh, uh, cars. Now we don't have to. I mean, you can see how everything has been changing in decades and centuries, how, how, how men is also in uh, his mind invest and make life better. But the problem remains in, in the heart of the, the people. I don't know if this is making sense. Sorry, English, second language. 
But I will put it this way, and I have it here. There is a song that we know that it says, life without Jesus is like a donut. You guys hear that song? It's like a donut with a hole in the middle of the heart. Every time you eat a donut, you remember, that's life without Jesus. <laughs> so, but it's interesting because when we, when we read, I'm, I'm going to go to Colossians 2, 9, 10. Colossians 2, 9, 10. It says, for in him, he whole f- the, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. And you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. And this, in the original, this being filled means complete. And it's interesting because it's also it's like filling, fulfilling. So that's why I came with that, with that when I was thinking about the donut. And also, in preparation of this message, I, I get the privilege to sit with Pastor Kelly. So we went to a place that I cannot say the name because I don't know if publicity works, but it's a bakery that has the second letter of the ABC. So we were sitting there. So you know where is it, right? It's good. So we were there, and and I, I was I was sharing with Pastor Kevin, you know what I, what was God was putting in my heart, and I we ordered something to eat. So I ordered a croissant, and he ordered something else. I said I like bread. Um, so I was just talking and talking. I was seeing the croissant, and I was seeing how Pastor Kevin was enjoying what he was eating. I was just talking, and I keep seeing my croissant, and I was like, this is delicious. This is, this is good, and I knew that has some things inside that I like, but I was just seeing and keep talking, but I was like seeing, like, can you imagine if we finished that meeting, and I said like, wow, that croissant looks good, and leave it there. You know, that was good. Whoever eat that thing is going to be satisfied, but not eat it. I mean, that's what I was thinking in, in all of this, because we have been hearing about the bread of life. We have been hearing about Jesus. But the thing is, and he is clear in this passage, and he is saying, you have to eat from me, and you have to drink from me. I think all of us need to, make, need to go to that point that when, when we make that decision, that is not hearing more about him, is receiving him. And if we eat from him, that's what he's saying there. You're going to receive eternal life. And he will satisfy us. Um, the only way to be satisfied is to be fed by him. And as we were saying about that croissant, right? Food is only useful when it, it's eaten. So you have to believe in Jesus. You have to receive the bread of life that is going to satisfy you. I think it's, it's good for us to, to take a moment, you know, in, in, in all this, this time and we're, start seeing where I'm seeking or where I'm looking for my satisfaction. Where is where I put in my efforts? Where is what I put in my priorities? What is, is this satisfying me? Is this like fulfilling me what I need? Because Jesus is saying, and remember, this is the invitation, come and believe. And I tell you something, if you go to him, you will be satisfied. And, and this is a testimony all of us can have. And I will, I will keep going to the third point here, and this is the last one. 
Jesus is the living bread. He is our eternal life. Verse 51 says, I am the living bread that come down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Jesus is talking here about his sacrifice. And in, and in Hebrews 10, 19 to 22, says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter to his holy place by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain that is through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from evil conscience and our bodies washed with the pure water. They probably won't understand the gospel that we understand right now because those events are happening before he's going to the cross. But now we know that we have eternal life because he died and he resurrected and he is alive. Amen? He is living this morning. And that's why we get together to celebrate and to preach about a living God. Jesus is alive. And as, and as he is using the example of eating to reveal a spiritual truth, is revealing the will of the Father. And you will see in this chapter 6, since so many verses, 40, 47, 50, 53, he's talking about eternal life. This is the will of the Father. Give eternal life to us. But that means for us, accepting his sacrifice on the cross to bring us life. So Jesus is the bread that gives life. Jesus is the bread that satisfies and he is the bread, the, he is the living bread that gives us eternal life. As I was, I, I was putting the example of Allison, right? And I was talking about that uh, bread that will satisfy. Sometimes we need also to see that in our hearts. If, 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 if I can be the same way that Ali is for food, the same way that I can be with the word of God, or to come to his presence, that will be Something special that every day, not three times a day, but six times a day. I mean, that always be hunger, hungry for the word. We're satisfied in him. But also we have the blessing to have his word. He is alive and he speaks through his word. We are going to uh, be finishing. So I will invite the, the worship team if they can come. We're going to sing a song. But something that... Uh, we need to see is, and this is to celebrate, when Jesus is saying to the people, like, is his flesh, he's going to put his, his life for us on the cross. And when we receive him in our hearts, he will satisfy us. And he already did it. If you receive Jesus in your heart, you are complete in him. If you receive Jesus in your heart, you don't need anything else. So your focus needs to be in Jesus because he is fulfilling everything you need. Seek him first and he is going to bring everything, everything that in this world we need because he, he did it for the people. He multiplied the, the, the bread, the fish. He takes care of us.
but something that we can have too is the blessing, not just to have the life that the bread of life gives, not just to be satisfied by him, accepting his invitation, but also have that living bread in us and have that, that relationship with him. And verse 56, it says, Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. We can have a relationship with the living God through Jesus Christ. And we can work with that every day. No, and no work to win something, but put the effort to, to seek more of Him, to want more of Him. We're satisfied, but we want to know Him in His Word. We want to read His Bible. We want to we wanna be um, blessed by His words. And that's something that we can do. And I will finish with the first, verse 58. This is the bread that comes down from heaven. Not like the bread that your fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. If we receive Jesus, if we have that communion, if we give him our lives, if we, if we accept that bread of life, we have eternal life. We're complete in Him. Jesus is God. Only through Him is salvation. He is the one that can satisfy us. And this is an invitation. Come and believe and be satisfied by Him. I would say, if we can think in the invitation that God is doing for us this morning, we probably, a lot of us already received that bread from him but we're putting our side in, in the things that we need I think this is a call for us to put our eyes in Jesus again and I don't know if, if some of us are feeling unsatisfied for the things that we are living or the things the circumstances we just have to surrender remember when I was saying in the first part we have to come humble. We have to understand there is nothing that I can do to be satisfied by Him. I just have to go and believe in Him that He is going to take care of me and everything. So I will say as we finish this morning, it's like stop looking everywhere and put your eyes on Jesus and receive that bread that will satisfy you. Come to Jesus. And be satisfied in Him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for your word this morning. We need you. And thank you because you are feeding us. You are the bread of life for us. Thank you, Jesus.